Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And with us this week is Chelsea Kern from uh, Geek by Night. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. So today we are going back to minute 81, which begins with uh, Lorraine saying it's like kissing my brother and ends with Biff's gang throwing Marty into an open trunk. So, yeah. So, yeah. One of those minutes. Uh, (laughs) It's just, yeah, one of those minutes. (laughs) After Lorraine says it's like kissing my brother and she's like, that's probably that probably sounds weird. And Marty says that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it? Because he's not a brother. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's I cool. mean, well, I mean, it, it's it, she's not going to say like, oh, kissing you. It's like kissing, kissing my, son my son if he was if yeah. he was like a teenager. Right. But my thing is, like, it's not so much her reaction as it is Marty's, which is that, like, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. When meanwhile, the rest of the movie, he's made like comments that he shouldn't be making like throughout the movie. So you'd think that he would have some sort of response like uh, like it's like kissing my brother or your son. What? Nothing. Because that, that's like, <laughs> yeah, it's almost it's weird that in this moment of intense like psychological trauma he's actually better at keeping his cover than like normal yeah right right <laughs> exactly it's like because you know like yeah yeah i mean the marty the marty method is like it's like kissing my brother mommy mommy you're my mom mommy mommy yeah. I, <laughs> right. I mean hi lorraine yeah <laughs> uh and then marty drifts into a daze of relief as lorraine says someone's coming yeah like literally <laughs> it could be it I still think that, like, even when even when it's revealed to be Biff, Marty's got to be like sixty forty, like relief and fear. Yeah, so this yeah. is still better than what I was going to be doing. Right. Until Biff gets his ideas. Sure. Um. So he says. So he grabs Marty and pulls him out of the car, and he says, "You caused three hundred dollars damage to my car, you son of a bitch." So I looked it up. Okay. Yeah. And three hundred dollars damage in nineteen fifty five. Is 1200 in 1985 oh and 2650 in 2015. Okay, so how? do we think that's unrealistic? Because how? Yeah. What happened? Well, I mean, I assume you'd have to you'd have to replace the entire interior of the car. That's true. There's okay. no way you're okay. getting manure out of everything in that car. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So I I, I would think the entire interior of the car was replaced. God, that would Which, suck. Yeah, that would suck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> also, honestly, I'm impressed that it's only like if if that happened to a car in 2015, I'm impressed that it's only you know 2650. If you if you have to replace the entire interior of your car, like I can't imagine Wait. that would cost less than like seven grand. Yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, because like my my car. It's a PT Cruiser, but it's a convertible. Like, you've seen it, Scott. There's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to imagine what it would be like to have to replace the interior of my car. And right. I have, like, leather seats, and I just yeah. – I imagine that's awful. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not coming out. No. <laughs> like, it's just not coming out. You just got to replace it. Oh, my God. Could you imagine sitting there driving and it just smelling of manure the entire time, though? Oh, could you imagine the poor people that had to actually like dump all the manure out of oh, his car? Oh, how do you even do that? Do you flip it like you can't? Is there a way to flip a car upside down? I have no idea. I think you just have to like shovel it. Oh. Oh God. 
Oh my god. Hmm. Oh yeah, and it, like so, so he takes it. He gets it towed to the place, and the the guy who runs the the manure truck is like, hey, I, he follows him there. I just lost a lot of manure. Yeah, and then just waits for them to like shovel it out of his car and back into his truck. Yeah. Oh, wait, did he get all that manure back? There's no way. It's like I, I think I think I mean if if manure is your only income, I mean Yeah, but like <clears throat> you know you, you gotta get all that manure back because I mean yeah it's a renewable resource if you've got your cows, I guess, sure. but you'd still have to wait a while. Yeah, but like you know, you know when you you know when you spill coffee grounds, like yeah. you're not gonna get all of it back. Oh no. So like there was some residue like left on the car. Oh, for so sure. That guy didn't get all of his all of his all of his product. Sure, but he probably got he probably got a few, I don't know, few few Pounds. few dozen dozen shovels worth of of sure. manure yeah. back. Yeah, a good right? chunk of it probably. I would imagine. Yeah, I don't know. What's that guy's story? <laughs> um, so he uh, Biff throws Marty to his gang, and Skinhead catches him. Uh, and he's the one who catches them because 3D and Matches are just both drinking out of bottles. Yes. Yeah. That they do not put down. No. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, we're drinking now. Can I just – okay. When you when they, when they he throws Marty to them and they catch him and Marty's like fighting hard like he's being held super tight, I feel like those guys were not holding him tight at all. Well, like, it is Marty. Well, that's true. It's that's it's okay. It's like, you know, when you're holding like a – like a dashed hound or like a <laughs> and it's like you know really fidgety but you're like hey no no <laughs> although i have to ask do you guys think skinhead's sober like like maybe his dad drinks a lot and that's why he's a bully but he doesn't drink because he knows like he's what a, happens. like he's a straight edge bully yeah he's like a straight edge bully yeah. like Ian Mackay. yeah i don't understand that reference <laughs> <laughs> it'll be in, it'll be in the notes <laughs> um, I kind of like the idea of like a, a bully that's like above the influence. Yeah, it's like yeah, I'm gonna like beat up people because like I'm, they're different than me, but I'm not gonna like alter my mind with like drugs and alcohol. Right, because yeah. that would be insane. No. Yeah, wow. He wants to be in control. Can you imagine what it would be like to be like a straight edge in like the fifties? I, I think it would be. I imagine it'd be pretty easy. That's true. Yeah, it's like hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I can't imagine it would be that difficult. I'm, just, I'm not going to drink or smoke and do any of that weird. Right. And society is just like, oh, good. Okay. Cool. <laughs> good job. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, the 50s had a really, I mean, whenever I think of, of, of like a drunk in like the 50s or 40s, I always think of just like the uncle and it's a wonderful life. <laughs> you know, with like a raven on his shoulder. Yeah. This is the good. All the drunk, all the drunks in in It's a Wonderful Life, because he goes to that bar at one point, doesn't he? Yeah, you're gonna say all drunks had ravens on their shoulders. And... <laughs> uh, um, have a name? Didn't the raven have a name? Wasn't it called like like Mordecai or I don't know? I don't remember. <laughs> I love it. It's a very minute detail of that movie that I do not remember. Um, so after Biff attacks Lorraine, because Lorraine. You know, tell like tells him to leave Marty alone, and then she like you know is brings attention to herself and realizes the position that she's in and runs away. Oh, poor Lorraine. Oh, um, and uh, but you know, bl- you know, bless her heart for trying to you know 
get in there yeah. and stop something bad from happening. Well, she doesn't. But, she doesn't take any of Biff's business. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, she thought of that first. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. which is which is nice. That's like a really cool character beat. That that's that's her first thought. Yeah. Her second thought is that she is not in a position to be doing what she's doing. <laughs> sure. She's she's vulnerable. Uh, yeah. Very vulnerable, unfortunately. Um, and Biff is a monster. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No kidding. Well, well, they're all monsters. That's true. This, yeah. this ain't no peep show. She's a gang. He's a gang of monsters. Yeah, Biff's gang is into watching apparently, and that's really gross. <laughs> <laughs> like that's really gross. Like I can't imagine. Like what kind of like monsters do they? Ha- they must all be virgins, right? Like that's the only explanation, right? Well, not Zane. Yeah, I guess not Zane. I guess Zane is probably the one that looks the least interested. <laughs> he's like what whatever. Yeah. But the other two seem like way more into it than they should. You know, be. I always kind of got this. Okay, so this here we go off topic already. Um, I always kind of got a similar vibe from these guys that I did from um, the the T Birds in Greece. Like, oh. like you ever watch the Greece movie and kind of like I think these guys are like villains. <laughs> I think Scott and I have actually had a conversation about this because I like Greece and he's just like Greece is. Awful. Oh, I love Greece. I've I've seen I've seen Greece. Like that was I I, I love Greece, but I I hate Greece. I think it's a it's a terrible terrible thing. But <laughs> but yeah, but like especially and I, you know it and you know live versions vary, but in the mm. iconic like you know film version, yeah, like you know looking back on it like with an adult's eye, the you know Zuko and like Kaniki and mm-hmm. and Putsy, they're they're kind of they're 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 assholes. Yeah. Uh-huh. They they make all kinds of like I mean, you know, did did she put up a fight? <laughs> yeah. And I'm, that's many of the reason that's one of many reasons why I hate that thing. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so like I I I kind of so in that context, I kind of don't have trouble imagining that Biff's friends are like out of the ordinary, you know, in mm. in the context of 1955 when I think uh, the male gender was sort of held to a different standard and like right. uh, responsibilities were very different and like morality was very different. I mean, uh, I, I also get an overwhelming homoerotic vibe going on in Greece between... or in back to the future. Well, both sure. really, <laughs> but, but, but here like on topic here, mm-hmm. um, because like Biff says, I'm going to take it out of your ass which is not something that you would ever hear in a movie now, yeah. like today, without there being some sort of like gay joke. Yeah. Sure. Being made. It's like what John Cena said in Trainwreck. Right. And I mean, it gets that, that one, that one is like passable. That one's just like, okay, well, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't know that he's saying something weird and it doesn't play like a joke. So you're just like, you just kind of shrug it off and you're like, okay, so just, that's just accidental, whatever. Yeah. But then late in a later minute, it gets more so. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that when that gets there. But I do get this weird vibe, like the way that skinhead is looking into the car <laughs> is a little more like what 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 is he what is he doing with that girl? Like he's <laughs> like he's ah. got this look on his face, like one, no, like, <laughs> one, like wonder. Yeah, 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 not wonder, like more like my my boyfriend. That is, should be me. Yeah, <laughs> that should be me. Yeah, 
it's more of that kind of look. There's been is a, what I'm getting. We haven't really called it. attention to it, but there's been a lot of, um, you know, whenever whenever Biff and Marty have like a, an altercation, there is like, there's a lot of like, like rough grabbing and like, on. Right? I think it's more so with him and George. Unbroken, but unbroken, unbroken stares into each other's eyes mm-hmm. and like <laughs> panting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I there's got to be some some Biff Marty like slash Vic out there. Oh, uh, I think it's see. I don't. I don't see the Biff Marty thing at all. I see. I, it's Biff and George. Oh, but see, I think Biff respects Marty. I think. I think Biff just sees like George is like a total bottom. You know. But well, y- yeah. Like, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> In a few minutes. But with Marty, it's like, oh, oh, he's like, because Marty's like, you know, he's like a tomcat. Like, he's got some fight uh-huh. in him. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I think I think Biff is sort of, uh, you know, as, as frustrating and as, uh, as, as, as like, oh, I hate you. But I think maybe underneath it, there's like, oh, man, like he's, I almost have like an, I almost have like a challenger in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That he can put up a Something fight. Like to kind of match him. Yeah. Marty's got kind of a tramp quality to him. Yeah. He does. He's he's small. He's he's spry. He can get away mm-hmm. quickly. Right? He takes sh- he takes showers and drain pipes. Yeah. <laughs> he has a he has a little boy that like follows him around. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um we know though he's he's prone to hanging off of clocks. <laughs> well, not him. Never mind. I love that Matches just throws the he just finishes the bottle and just throws it away. Yeah. It's just like throws it into the lot somewhere. It's very wet hot American summer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and then matches matches punches Marty, and it brings Marty into the fetal position, which makes it very easy for them to pick him up and carry them carry him off. Like um, that wouldn't have been hard otherwise. Yeah. Well, it's just he's that's, tiny, and there are three of them. Like right. Yeah. I. The the punching was just overkill and just goes further to prove my my theory that uh, that matches is a sociopath. Sure, <laughs> he's just causing pain because he likes seeing pain. Yeah, um, I want to make this tiny Canadian bleed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they they take him away and they go to a they just happen to find an open trunk. Lucky. Hey, lucky us. We were just gonna we we're just gonna murder him. <laughs> yeah, where were they gonna take him otherwise? Yeah, just around. Yeah, just, just do a quick lap around the school. Eh, just throw him in the trunk. That'll be good. Yeah, it's fine. It'll work. <laughs> He's Marvin Barry and the Starlighters problem now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's all I have for this minute. You guys have anything else? Um, I don't think I did. I'm good. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 82. In the meantime, you can check the website, backtothefutureminute.com. You can leave comments there. You can email us, contact at backtothefutureminute.com. If you want to follow us on Twitter or Tumblr, that's at BTTF Minute. You can like us on Facebook, leave us iTunes reviews because that really helps us out a lot. Check out our other podcasts, The Doctor's Companion or Doctor Who podcast and Geek by Night, which is now two episodes in and episode three is about a week and a half away. So, uh, so go check that out. You can hear you can hear uh, Chelsea playing Gretchen on Geek by Night. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, go check out the other podcasts in the Minute Family: Star Wars Minute, Our Patriarchs, and Goodfellas Minute. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Bye.